0: Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events they've seen in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next get your event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. What's up, everybody? It's podcast. Um, we're doing a little lazy outdoor episode today. Because um, the theme of this episode is relaxation. Relaxation. Um, yeah, I, I decided to do this episode kind of on the fly. While I got some time at home. Away from molly and uh i just decided to i don't know i just decided to kind of do this and talk a little bit about just some just some random things per usual people have already part tuned out at this point because you know i i, I get it like people don't necessarily want to hear me talk they want to hear the guests talk um and i understand that but we're gonna have me talk for a little bit Okay, okay. I don't even know why I have this. I don't even know why I have this attitude. I I've been in a pissy mood the last four days, and now the neighbor dogs just started barking right when I started. It was quiet. It was like I came out here and it was like quiet for like a solid five minutes. I was like, you know what? This right, like right before the kids are. Well, it's kids aren't at school. Anyways, I'm getting off point. Um. I haven't done one of these episodes in a while. Just like out... God, these fucking dogs. See, that's what's good about you, Duke. You don't bark. Um, But yeah, so I just... I haven't done one of these in a while. I haven't done one of these episodes where I got out my hammock in my shitty yard and just um, talked about life and talked about, you know, what's going on. Um, So I decided to do that. Take advantage of these warm... These warm months, these surprisingly not overbearingly hot summer months, which I am happy about. Um, I feel like with those global warming shit, it's like every other year, right? Like, the Jews just turn... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Calm your tits to all the pe- to all the people who have then get offended. Calm your tits, bro. It's fucking, it's comedy. It's a podcast. We're trying to entertain people. I'm not starting a fucking, uh, clan rally or anything. Like, I'm not going to talk about it too much right now. I think I'm, I might address it later. I might not. Uh, it was episodes of another podcast. I was recently on, and I feel like I got kind of played a little bit. Um, on some of the, the humor stuff, so, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it, but what I do want to talk about today is, I kind of just want to reflect on mental health and addiction and kind of just, kind of just relay some of the stuff I've been going through. Jesus Christ, that is a copper, I wonder if that's a, like a copter, but like a copper copter. So that was like loud. That was like right... Goddamn. I like saw that fucking thing. They're coming for us. They they know I resined out my pipe like a crackhead five minutes ago. Um, But no, I, I just kind of wanted to... I wanted to talk about mental health. Because um, I'm not going to lie. I've been going through it. I've been going through it these last couple months. It's been... And I think a lot of people have. I've been seeing, like, on Facebook, a lot of my friends, they've been kind of posting about not doing well, and that's kind of something that I, I had to, like, stop myself from doing, posting about it, because, I don't know, they, like, I've made a joke, i made jokes about this on the podcast before, but, like, there's there's the guy who, like, cries wolf every two days on how he's not doing well, and then there's eventually a point where people just don't take you seriously and i you know i think just posting about this kind of stuff in general is dumb i mean frank i mean really i'm sorry it is like now something like here like a podcast like having a conversation about you know i think that's a lot different i've always made the argument that like a long form conversation is always gonna be better than um like posting something i mean there there is utility in posting too but um, you know, for the most part, yeah, I think a lot of people just kind of, like, make, make an excuse. Um, not even really making an excuse. They just kind of, they, they dramatize their life, or they, they, um, they portray themselves in a way where they're, like, always in pain. And, like, it, and that sucks, but, like, there's going to be a point where it's, like, okay, you know, you need to, you need to take some responsibility. You need to, um... You know, nobody's going to make your life better. Nobody's going to fucking make your life better. Um, anyways, so, I mean, I've talked about this on um, bonus episodes. And I've kind of mentioned it. But, like, I've been... Um, I've struggled with pornography addiction um, for a long time. It's still weird to say it. I mean, really. Um, but, I mean, since I was a child... Um, since I was like eight or nine, I've been um, just obsessing and struggling with this thing that's porn and kind of everything that's around porn. Um, like an obsession of the female body to a point where it's objectified and um, it's not even, uh, you know, synonymous to like the, the person that's inside that body. Right. It's like you, you equally separate. I feel like that kind of. I mean, I was, I mean, that happened decades ago. I heard like a decade ago. But, um, but it's just been, it's been, it's been a weird time. It's been, so last November is when I kind of came to the final realization. Well, not even then. I mean, I had been coming to the realization for probably, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, I think the the moment where I really started thinking about it was when Kendrick dropped "Mr. Morale" and the Big Steppers. Um, as dumb as that sounds, as dumb as that sounds, I think that was really the moment where, um, because that whole album is about his struggles with sex addiction. Um, I mean, the I mean, well, it's not all about that. It's about really everything, but that's really kind of the root of it. Is it's um, it's his journey and his story. Um, reflecting on his past and all the trauma and everything that um, kind of led into his sex addiction, and you know, having affairs with his wife, and um, I just remember listening to that and feeling the power in it, and how much it connected with me. I mean, every song from Father Time to Mother, I Sober to Mirror. I mean, like, it, like I, I just. It's interesting because obviously I didn't grow up in the background that Kendrick grew up in. Like I didn't like. I'm look at my skin, you know. But like, there's something about Kendrick Lamar where when he raps about stuff like that, like I can feel like I relate to that. So when did that album come out? I think I have my phone. I have my phone. Let's maybe get ask Siri. When did m- more? Ah, fuck. When did Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers... When was that released? Okay, it's released via digital download on May 13. And was that... That was a... That would have been last year. Right? Was that that this year? No, that was last year. That was a year ago? Okay, well... No, well... Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because think about... Okay, yeah, because... That was May. Okay, so yeah. That that sounds about right. So May of last year, kind of around when that album I think like that summer I started really kind of thinking about it a lot more. Um and then, you know, me and my partner were having problems uh kind of around that. I because mean, I mean that's that's kind of the thing about it, is it, it does affect your partner. It really does affect your partner. Um I think like I think a lot of people a lot of people casually use pornography or they um, just view it in a way where they can separate it. And, I mean, look, if you can do that, all the power to you. But, I mean, I've always been at the belief that that's not possible. Um, well, not always at the belief. I've recently come to the belief that it's not possible to do that. Because, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you are giving... I mean, I'm I not even coming at this from, like, a religious standpoint. Just, like, just as people... I mean, there, there's a point where you devote your attention to something that isn't the, your partner that's going to affect them. I mean, both emotionally and sexually. Um, so November is I is around the time that I first quit. Um, well, I mean, quit. quit. I mean, I, I haven't masturbated since that point. Um, I don't remember what day, sometime November. Um early november but so and then i i've still struggled with viewing pornography um and like i'm kind of i've recently on like a I think it's like week two um where i'm like i haven't viewed any porn but it's it's hard it's it's fucking it's so easy it's it's such a reflex to just like when you're dealing with stress or dealing with whatever it's such an easy reflex to just go back to that i mean like i felt like there was a it it was kind of scary because i felt like i wasn't in control like i felt like i was just looking at things you know i have all the blockers in my phone and everything too so i mean i i mean it was literally just like playing a game like like trying to like figure out how to pass the fucking blocker so i could view this image or view this video or whatever um and so yeah so i mean so i've been struggling with that and i think a lot of that comes from trauma of my own, with my family, with my upbringing, whatever, my past relationships, whatever. Um, I I was listening to oh, excuse me, I was listening to Andrew Huberman talk about MDMA uh, yesterday, the day before, and he was talking about how, um, with that, with MDMA, um, like when people are working through trauma, like it's not like people always i think people always kind of like think it's like you have like one singular trauma in your life and that's not true i mean it's it's usually people that have one trauma they have several traumas um i mean that's just life that's just people i mean and look i'll be frank if you if you're someone who only has one trauma in your life like you're doing pretty fucking good compared to a lot of people out there i mean I, that's kind of the thing too. Is like I think like even like normal regular day like, quote unquote normal people who like present themselves in a semi-normal way where they can make a living, etc. Whatever, um, you know what I mean? Like everybody has fucking trauma, they, or they either they have trauma or they know somebody who's gone through trauma. Um, like. I won't say who, but I was just talking to someone like a family member, um, the other day, or my girlfriend was, and they were talking about how they had a daughter who had bipolar or, um, and like was hospitalized and stuff. And like, I, I never knew that. I was like, what? You just, you, I don't know. I guess, and look, 13 minutes in where nobody's even listening anymore. Um, Look, I mean, I guess that's why I'm doing this podcast right now. Why, why I'm sitting here. Why I'm trying to have these more open and honest conversations in episodes is like because I, I want. I mean, especially pornography, and I'll get to this in a second. Like the whole my quarrels with that whole debate, but um, but like with something like pornography, I think that's something that is not really that specifically is not really talked about but like i think like addiction in general isn't really talked about and people aren't really willing to talk about like these taboos or these things that affect people and that was part of the whole reason why i started the show in the first place was because i wanted to be able to have open platform i wanted to be able to give people the freedom of speech to talk about things even if they're taboo especially if they're taboo frankly i think i think um you know opening those doors I think that's the thing that's going to, and going back to this episode, like I talked about that, like, I think that's going to open the doors. If we can break down these barriers with taboos and if we can really just like fucking put it away and just have an actual conversation, that's, I think that's going to help a lot. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been struggling. I won't even lie. I've been struggling. I think a lot of people have. I think there are a lot of people in the world that struggle. Everybody knows this. Coleman shut the fuck up anyways uh, yeah so so specifically with the pornography debate um, one of the one of the really frustrating things that I have encountered in my search for like trying to find um, like professional advice or like just anecdotal like people going through it like with those problems specifically. Um, it's extremely hard to find, with, um, it's extremely hard to find that without a religious bend to it. And if somebody's an atheist, um, I just, I mean, I'll be frank. I'm just, I'm, I don't, I get uncomfortable when I hear people talk about that kind of shit. Um, especially if, like if I'm in a state where I'm trying to like relax and calm down and like help myself. Like, you know, I'm trying to, like, like I'm combating looking up images with, like, trying to find, you know, podcasts or anecdotal stories or whatever about people going through this. And then when they talk about how they find God or, like, how you need to find God, it I, I, I start, like, taking the whole thing less seriously. And that's a problem. I think it's a real—because—and I, I think that's growing, but I think there's a small group of people— who are agnostic or atheist or just, you know, maybe not even that, but they just don't buy the whole Christianity church thing with how, how it's a sin or whatever, but they still recognize it's a problem. And that's any, and, you know, and then you go to the other side of the aisle, you go to the other side of the aisle where, um, it seems like, you know, and and frankly, this is how it is, how, when you turn to most people about this kind of issue, that's how most of them react it's Like, it's not like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with you know, masturbating or um, watching pornography? And and I don't think and, you know I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, like I really don't. And I think that's like that's why that's how I want to distinguish myself from most like quote unquote sober or like act type of people is like I don't want to condone anything that I don't do. I don't think it's wrong to do those things. I think there are things that a lot of people have a problem with. A problem with that problem with they're not willing to acknowledge. Um, so yeah, sorry, this is a, (laughs) this is very distracting. I don't know why, I don't know why I do this thing. It's a good idea. It's a mental health day podcast, people. Okay. But anyways, um, I remember my point now. So, so it's just, it's this dichotomy that really frustrates me because, so you look at that angle, you look at, let's, let's call it the like pro pornography, pro sexuality, whatever, or, you know, um, being a whore. No, (laughs) no, I don't know. Uh, just, uh, like pro porn. Uh, people say like, Oh, it's, you know, it's fine to do it. Um, as long as you're not hurting anybody, like, um, or, you know, like, or I guess like having consensual sex or like, Um, And, you know, they'll even go the route of, like, you know, porn um, prevents rape, and, I mean, you can maybe make the argument, but, I mean, it's probably a fairly decent argument, honestly. But I just don't know if it's enough of a justification for, like, every way to indulge in porn. Um, Again, not that that's bad or morally wrong, it just isn't healthy. I think that's, like, good and bad shouldn't be in the conversation of pornography. It should be healthy or not healthy what's healthy what's not healthy i'm sure there are people who are in relationships and they view and they both view porn together and it really doesn't affect them they still love each other you know a lot Then they're not thinking about other women all the time like um like i do believe that there are people that can do that and maybe and you know maybe in some circumstances maybe there's someone who um you know doesn't, hasn't been able to like turn that on, like that sexuality on them. And maybe like porn kind of helps. Like I could see various scenarios where pornography use could be either unhealthy or healthy. Um, and, and, you know, and then going back to this other side, kind of the religious, um, hey, what you're doing is immoral. Um, I have a lot of problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. First of all, the, 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 thick level of irony that is in the um narrative of oh come pray to god to get rid of your pornography addiction um most people um i think i haven't checked the studies in a while but last time i checked it was fifty-five forty-five 45 christianity there are a lot of factors to that but anyways um for the most part uh, usually, the people who view pornography are people who um, grow up in a religious environment, are raised Christian. Um, that is, that is almost always the highest group of people of, who use pornography. Um, and there is a very specific reason for that. And it's because religion, um, especially Christianity, um, inherently um, like. Um, diminishes sexuality diminishes sexual expression Um, and I don't think that's good I think people should express themselves sexually Um, if you feel like you um, are just like a really horny person and you want to be able to go out and have several um, healthy consensual sexual relationships I don't necessarily think it's bad I, I personally don't think that's the best way to go but I don't think there's anything morally wrong with that I mean, as long as nobody's getting hurt, um, and like I said, I mean, it's like the same thing I just said, healthy, unhealthy. I think when, I think that's where the shame comes in. And, and, and for those who are familiar with like pornography addiction, um, you'll know that's a huge element. I mean, really in any addiction, but especially pornography, there's a huge element of shame. Um, And religion doesn't, um, when you go down the route of, I'm going to pray out of me or whatever, um, you're not eliminating the shame. And, I mean, to, let me rephrase that. You, you're, you're increasing the shame. You're increasing, God, this fucking dog. What are you barking at, you stupid fucking mutt? I wish I could just yell at my neighbor's dog and not have a conflict arise. <laughs> um, God fucking damn it. ADHD, man. The audience is screaming. You guys are pissed. If you're even still listening at 21 minutes in. Um, okay. Yeah, I remember my point now. So, so when you go down this hole... When you go down, when you go down the whole Christianity route, there's always going to be shame involved. Um, but if you look at it from like a like a practical scientific point, where it's like, hey, really the only thing that's shameful is the fact that you are hurting your partner, or maybe not even hurting your partner. Maybe you're not in a relationship, um, but you're hurting yourself. Um, I mean. There's a level that of to me is like yeah like somebody, I mean it, it's natural and you probably should feel shameful for that, but I don't think it should be conflated to like a sin or to like being like oh you need to repent for this, you uh you have this demon in you, um. That that reminded me of a story, huh? um. But but yeah, so I I just I hate the religious route. It's so unproductive. It doesn't help anybody. It just makes people feel like shit. Um, anyways, the point, the reason why I'm talking about this is because there is an overwhelming amount of religion entangled with these, um, these groups. These groups are people who are advocating against pornography or maybe not even advocating against it just like just trying to help people who are overcoming bad addiction that I, I should say that um i don't agree with like the protesting pornography or saying it like it's bad I, i'm pretty I'm pretty clear on that i don't like that but um so i just wish that there was a more level middle ground central place where people can have practical discussion about this and that's why I want to talk about this more in the podcast I might I might do more of these episodes where I kind of check in every month and just kind of see how people are doing um, and like look if you're someone who is listening to this and you think you have a problem or you struggle with addiction or maybe you're watching porn too much or drinking too much or whatever like shoot me a fucking message like seriously man shoot me a fucking message um, I might not get to it <laughs> <laughs> no I'll try I'll try um I don't know if I'll be like your best friend after it but like I'll I'll definitely like I'll definitely share some two cents like I'm I'm down to talk to anybody about addiction um I, I wish people talked about it more I wish I could go somewhere not have a drink and not have it be weird and not have to be like um you know not have it be like oh he has a problem um I don't really think I have an alcohol problem Anyways, I just, I mostly quit just for social reasons, but anyways, we're going on, we're going on tangent. Um, yeah, the, the demon, um, that kind of reminded me of a story. Uh, so when I was, this is fucked up, uh, this, this just describes, this just perfectly encapsulates the relationship that I have with my mother. Um, but so, so I was with my ex-wife and, uh, that relationship we did not have very much sex like at all i think it was probably less than like over the course of four years it had to be less than 40 times you know it was um just not it was just very sparse um and then when it did happen it was like in quick submission i mean someone that has like bpd or like a bipolar like that's very common to like have like these manic and like down depressive and like how that all correlates Um, but anyway, so, so we were having issues and I decided to go to my mother, uh, to kind of just, just like for some comfort and like some help and guidance and, um, not really knowing what to do. Um, and so we were talking and then eventually there was a point where my mother (laughs) put her hand on my knee and said, um. I would like to drive the demons out of you. Um, and I left. <laughs> I, I I got up and walked out the door. Um, this this is why I have such a problem with the religion. Is the people in your life who are supposed to be there for you wholeheartedly, not because. They feel like they have to or their religion tells them to but because um you know doing things because they actually view them as good um religion clouds that it, it makes people it makes people think stupidly and all that um and when you when you go into something like when you have something like pornography um like the whole the whole reason this country has a porn problem. because of Christianity. I 100% believe that. Um, every time you make something taboo. Or create. Um, a movement against something. You have. You then create an opposite. That is 10 times stronger. Um, you look at the war on drugs. Guns. I mean everything. Every every time. I'm not even talking like politically. I'm just talking every time that there's a force. That goes against that, people are gonna rebel. People are gonna create a black market and they're gonna they're gonna do things that you know are duke stop are in the norm. Um you know, do things that are against the norm, I should say. Whew. So anyways, that's that's a pornography addiction for thirty minutes. I hope you guys all appreciated that um i haven't done one of these sorry guys i haven't done one of these on a half minute um i might i don't know should i wrap it up should i wrap it up if i'm asking i should wrap it up right if i'm asking that means the audience is checked out um i did kind of want to talk about the whole autism thing with iowa trying to like put it on the driver's licenses which i think is really fucked up but uh i don't really want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, i won't even lie I, I was go i was going to but like i don't fucking i don't i don't know i don't have the energy for it i don't have the energy for it i've been kind of just docile i've been kind of just docile and working through some shit it's really what i've been doing um i i decided not to go i i'm i'm done with shows for the foreseeable future i'm going to follow a boy with the girl and with the lady molly in a few weeks but um or no that's oh shit that's coming up that's like a week and a half fuck um i had to make some edibles for that but um but yeah besides that i'm kind of just i'm not i'm 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 just trying to i'm trying to step back and um take some time for me so um after this episode i'm going to take at least a two-week break possibly longer depending on how easy it is to get episodes in that time um i'm taking like a legit vacation for a week off work and everything so um that includes the podcast sorry guys um you know honestly i find that like the podcast never does as well in the summer anyways oddly enough it's weird because like i feel like that's when people are the busiest and most in town and most down to like do interviews and stuff but like That's also kind of why it does worse, because, like, everybody's out. What if I just, like, what if I just became a hack and just went ham for, like, three months? Just, like, record an episode every fucking day for, like, three months. And, like, that's my year. It's, like, the fuck. like, I could be, like, a crab fisher. Just make all my money and fucking... I always thought that'd be so awesome. Just making all of your money in, like, two months and then fucking and then do just do the rest. Not two months, more like I don't think anybody can do that. If if look, if you can do that, you're a boss. You are a fucking boss if you can only work two months out of the year and fucking just make your living like that. That's goddamn. There's a small group of people can do that. Okay. Um guys, the Kyle Stars podcast, you know it, you love it. Um, I kind of hate the fact, actually, I really hate the fact that I talked about just porn addiction for 30 minutes. I kind of fucking, that wasn't really the intention of the episode. It it was really just to like, kind of just talk about, um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, I, I don't know. It's been on my mind. It's been on my mind. Um, I guess like a small tangent before we wrap up, uh, Something that I've been really struggling with and I saw um, I saw one of the homies post about this yesterday and I this is something I've been reflecting on a lot is loving yourself and how hard that fucking is to do how hard that is to do Um, I have always been somebody who has hated themselves I mean hated themselves I hate like hating my embodiment hating like the fact I'm autistic and like have issues with that hating the fact that like i seemingly can't get a real job um there's a lot of things about myself that i just hate um even in there i know there are a lot of people that love me and love me for who i am but i just don't um and i think there are a lot of people who are like that um and i've been realizing that more and more and more I kind of, I honestly, I'm kind of at the point now where I just want to start asking people, like, do you love yourself? But like, look, here's the problem. Not even a problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's a problem. I never want to go down like the Kanye rabbit hole, right? I never want to be like, and I know that's extreme, but when you see so many people who are seemingly obsessed with themselves it's such a deterrent for me to give myself any credit um the fact that we're what the fuck the fact that we're going to like two episodes or two uh, about to be hitting episode 200 um like sometimes i just don't give a shit (laughs) you know what i mean it's fucking i don't know there's just something about it that's It's hard, man. It's hard to wrap your head around fucking trying to. um, Wrap your head around trying to, like, love yourself. It's weird. Um, Guys, this is, like, the last fucking episode I'm going to record for, like, two weeks, probably. Hopefully. That'd be awesome. Maybe I'll do some movie review episodes of Molly or something. I kind of doubt it. I feel like that project's kind of dead, but we got a couple of record technically. It could happen. We'll see um guys every monday and thursday at 7 p.m i think i already said that but there it is again um except for the next two weeks two weeks we're taking a break but um uh check us out on patreon we got exclusive content there i really need to i keep fucking the patreon is where i fuck up every time because i got hundreds of millions of patrons (laughs) no i mean i got i got a small community of people but like it's it's hard when, when you see like zero views over and over and over and over again it's kind of hard to fucking put it in put in the time but um but yeah so check us out on all our socials and all that bullshit all right adios motherfuckers peace